Hey haters, I am back. <laughs> this is how I talk to them. <laughs> They're comfortable with it. Um, so we're gonna roll right into the episode. Um, do you want to intru- introduce yourself to everyone? Tell us your name and where you're from. Okay, I am Shanina Carmichael and I am from Detroit, Michigan. Okay, so I want to say Nikita appeared on my very first episode, and she recommended you a while ago. So I love Nikita. She's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I said, well, I know her. I don't know if she remembered me, but we kind of semi-worked together a little bit. So why did you come to Jackson? How long have you been in Jackson? So I've been in Jackson close to five years. It'll be five years. Hi. June. Oh, actually, wow. This month. Time is flying. Yeah. <laughs> I always have to look at how old my um, my first son is and then okay. a year minus. So he'll be six. So okay. he'll be five in, in Jackson. Okay, cool. But why? So why did you? So why did I? Yeah. Okay. So it was a very, um, I don't know, like it was very interesting move. It, mm-hmm. um, we had a conversation about it, my husband and I. My husband wanted to work for, he was taking the bar mm-hmm. and wanted to take, wanted to work with a lawyer who had a social justice focus. Okay. Um, and I was also interested in um, community work, mm-hmm. primarily with children, um, after school programming, things that support youth um, okay. learning, growing, being healthy. Mm-hmm. So um, we visited, I think, three times. Okay. Um, all of them connected with, um, oh, let me backtrack that for the story. So the lawyer who was social justice focused. So my husband was referred by one of his professors mm-hmm. to um, Shokwe Lumumba okay. to kind of have a conversation with him about you know, where he can kind of plug in, where there's some some things that he can do here in Jackson. So he said, well, you guys should come down and visit. Mm-hmm. We have a conference coming up, the Malcolm X Grassroots Movement, and kind of see what type of work we do, mm-hmm. see if there's anything that your wife would be interested in helping with. Mm-hmm. And he came down, and we were very inspired. Like, there were some okay. conversations around how to... Um, how to make living spaces more community-minded. There were mm-hmm. conversations about growing our own food. There was conversations, all things that we may not have the skills for, so neither one of us are very, like, <laughs> handy or green-thumbed. But mm-hmm. we were like, we can come and we can learn. Yeah. Again, like, it was the whole thing, really, the move was, like, a blur mm-hmm. because my husband graduated, I think, one week, and then the next week we got married, and then, like, two weeks later we moved down here. Wow, that so, is like, a lot. The whole, <laughs> the whole, like, that whole June was, like, mm-hmm. it was a stretch. <laughs> but we came down, um, and to be honest, like, the, the things that we were interested in working in or working on, there's a lot of things, a lot of great things going on in Jackson, but I think a lot of it is um, not connected or people are working in silos yeah. or yep. people, you know, yep. develop, like, rifts and things where they no longer want to work with each other. Yeah. But still, like, really great projects that uh, with really talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we moved into... A neighborhood, Harvard mm-hmm. Community of New West Jackson. We moved there um, again because we wanted to develop skills. We wanted to learn more about gardening. We wanted to learn more about renovating homes. We renovated the home that we're in now, mm-hmm. um, and we just wanted to be a part of fixing what 
we think is an issue with raising children and becoming whole human beings. We just, our lives are just too separate. The, yeah. The individual yeah. family life structure is yeah. really tough on people, mm -hmm. parents, children. Mm -hmm. And we were like, how do we, like, how do we, you know, put ourselves in a space where we can have more support? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's how, how we got here. Let me ask you a question. I've asked this question several times, but with you not being from here and that kind of being your goal, how was it working with people who are originally from here? Because I know that can be kind of tough because it's like, who are you? Who do you think you are coming here to work on this stuff? And we've been here dealing with this stuff. So how was it working with Jackson in the community who was already established here? Um, my advice to anybody is who's coming to Jackson to do work is to just um, be in the space listening, learning, observing, mm -hmm. and building relationships. Because I okay. think that trust is a big thing here. It is. And it takes time to build trust. It's not yeah. like, oh, hey, I've done like three things for you. Do you trust me? Like, I've, I've handled three things. Do you mm -hmm. trust me now? It's like, no, like years. <laughs> <laughs> like years yeah. of like showing up for people. Yeah following through mm -hmm. not you know i will hey, say that's hey, a valid complaint me. too yeah yeah, yeah. okay like it it takes time and quality time and commitment and people mm -hmm. just um having through watching you over time mm -hmm. being able to say hey this person is genuine this yeah. person cares this person is not out for their some you know malicious they don't have any malicious scheme in mind mm -hmm. sometimes that's still hard yeah because i don't know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i don't know sometimes your actions can be misconstrued but i feel yeah. like if you continue to be the person that you are mm -hmm. that eventually will come to light and that's been my experience every time every time i've gotten in situations and i'm like man that's not me like mm -hmm. how could they say that that is me that's or that? and that, that's not me but mm -hmm. over time over time over time i feel like i've I've earned a reputation as a person who is authentic and, yeah. and just trying to be the best that I can be and yeah. serve the best way that I can. Yeah. I think I'm still working on my reputation here. I'm not sure. I've spent it's so much time, based on my experience, I went into like hiding. My definition of hiding is like, I don't want to go anywhere, be a part of anything. I don't want my name attached to anything just because of my experiences. So, yeah, I'm still and working on it. And I also feel like, to each his own. Yeah. To each his own. That may be at the stage of life that you're in. Yeah. I, like I, I think I'm just coming out of it. So I'm just becoming okay. But a lot of my experiences were, you know, like tough for me. So I'm like, mm. how about I just become like a shadow? <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Like it can yeah. be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then like I, you know, people who know my husband, like my husband is very outspoken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Does that affect you any? <laughs> um, I don't feel like I it should. I can't tell. Yeah. But it probably does. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> I, I mean, because people were like, you know, I, like people ask me to actually get that question a lot. And mm -hmm. I've been approached on like on my job about it before. What? Yeah. What is? But I mean, I feel like it It didn't result in any yeah. action. It was just like. That's kind of tough because that's really, that's not you, so. Yeah, that's how I felt too. Like, <laughs> we've always been that way. And yeah. I think that it's like a mutual respect. Like you're going to be who you are and say what you're going to say. I'm mm -hmm. going to be who I am and say what I yeah. feel is necessary. Yeah. And we have conversations about, you know, what's been said. Yeah. But um, I just felt like 
that's a part of you being authentic. Like, and if that's true. you being authentic yeah. upsets people, then hopefully what will happen is that you attract people who yeah. value you, your opinion, yeah. your time, whatever it is that you're contributing. And those who don't will yeah. disappear and let them go into hiding. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know what? That's really a good point because I think about even with, um, like I blogged before I had this podcast and even with this podcast, my description of this podcast is just me, my personality. We don't, um, really spend time bashing. Now, if there's something we need to highlight that's an issue in Jackson, it is what it is. And you can't mm-hmm. hide that. But for the most part, it's highlighting a lot of people, transplants or what's being done in the community. But I have to say that because I know my husband wants to be a developer, I do wonder like if I should not say stuff or do stuff because will it come back on him? But he's actually one who's encouraged me to that's be awesome. like, yeah, don't like worry about this stuff. I'm he's like, if you, gonna, yeah, he was I'm, like, if you want to be, su- for me. right. He's like, if you want to be successful, you're going to have to like come out of hiding. You're not going to be able to do that anymore. So I will say I have oh, been concerned. Awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, he has really encouraged me to do that. But um, that was my concern, even like with this podcast. I'm like, I don't want it to be where he can't get work because it's like your wife said this. But for the most part, I think most people assume a lot about the podcast. They don't listen anyway, so that's good. So, <laughs> and then like if they make an assumption like, oh, your podcast is bashing Jackson, I'm going to be like, well, have you ever listened to the episode? Mm-hmm. Because we don't really bash Jackson. So in most parts, if there is an issue, in Jackson, I like to say, you know, with my experience is that what are you doing as an individual to work on it? Like, it's about time that we stop, like, relying on government to save us. It's like, how can you contribute to whatever? So, yeah. But um, I say all that to say to <laughs> my next question, what exactly do you do in Jackson? So, I am a teaching and performing artist. Okay. Um, I actually just became a teaching and performing artist full time. Oh wow. Congrats. Well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the freedom. <laughs> yes, yes. I have time I feel like to be inspired. And I yeah. think that's what I've taken most from this. Like I feel like I'd always been in a rush and trying to squeeze things in, squeeze Like things I am right in. now for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I get to just like work. And then things that are important to me that I can still do. And yeah. Sometimes I, like there have been times in the middle of the day that I've gone, I went to Crystal Gem's sh- um, show okay. at the art museum. Okay. And then when I got home, it just kind of inspired me. Yeah, it was like, day. was it like at noon or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I got a chance to go to the, I always get the name wrong, but it's next to the Mississippi Museum of Art, but it's not called the Museum of Art. It's where the planetarium is. Mm. Mm. Because I, I get confused called. as well. Yeah. But guys, we'll put it in the show notes. But yeah, <laughs> or so we'll tweet it out or something. It's like I got a chance to kind of go through and walk through the student exhibits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. these are like, and some of them are like, oh, this is seventh grade work. I'm like, this is seventh. This is an art. Wow. Like this person is going to be amazing. Yeah. Already amazing. Yeah. But um, I think the biggest takeaway is that I've had time to be inspired. And I think that as a result of that, it is strengthened some of the projects that I'm working yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Um, but to say what I do, so it's actually like a marriage of two of my loves that I did not even know existed. Okay. The, um, arts integration work. So my background, I have a master's degree in social service administration from okay. the University of Chicago. Okay. It's like, what is that? So that, <laughs> <laughs> that is, um, it's basically a program that, um, it's structured so that when, upon graduation that we're better able to connect community resources to schools. Okay. So Necessary. Um, they are like 
I, like I said, it was in Chicago. So mm-hmm. they had, I think, over 100, like 144 community schools. Okay. And community schools are basically, there's a, the motto is, there's a lead partner mm-hmm. who is responsible for connecting different businesses, nonprofits mm-hmm. to the school to um, basically address any type of need. Okay. They've had like in school dentist offices, yeah. in school banks that the yeah. students operate. Yeah. Um, just trying to figure out how to, there's so many people who's like, oh, I want to help, I want to help, I want to help. But it's like finding them, coordinating them, and getting them. Yeah. Oh and not God. having that be the school's job and yeah, having that be yeah, the nonprofit's job. Yeah, hard enough. You know what? When it comes to education, particularly here, I feel like my brain just freezes because I had a very different situation in New Orleans. And not, not just that, but I had a community kind of raised me. So it wasn't just my parents. Like I had my parents, my grandparents, aunts, cousins, like all of us went to school. So that's very different. So here I don't really have that. We don't have as much family here because we're neither one of us are from Jackson. So it's incredibly challenging, but especially when it comes to education, because I'm like, I feel like I'm comfortable with my child's education for like elementary school and stuff. But I'm like, after that, I just don't know. And just the challenges people face. And I talk a lot even about the facilities, and I know it's not JPS's fault, but even like the facilities and the trailers, I'm like, how are kids supposed to learn in these buildings? And not even like the lunches they have and stuff. And of course, I don't have the answers. Like that's not my ministry. (laughs) Like I said, my brain freezes. Like that's it's a community. It's a community that needs to have a community response. I think that people are willing to help with that coordination piece Mm -hmm. and not wanting to you know, being able to work together. I think yeah, that's like the, yeah. the, the, the toughest thing here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not even here, everywhere. I yeah. think um, it's that the personalities, um, yes. but there's definitely high need and there's, but there's so definitely. much creativity. There's so many people doing some amazing yeah. things yeah. and utilizing yeah. resources yeah. Um, in ways that yeah. are very creative. Yeah. We yeah. Have, I mean, we're, we are creative people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know. What we do. I know. Like I'm PTA president at my child's school, so I feel like everything that she's involved in, I'm gonna be like fully involved or almost in charge of everything <laughs> she's in. But even growing up, I just remember like my like my dad would be there volunteering, like my grandmother would be there volunteering. So yeah, it's very much so necessary. So even some schools make a requirement. I don't hear that as a requirement here, but the schools I went to, there was a certain amount of hours. But even that makes so much of a difference because it wasn't just our parents, it was our family involved in helping with the school. But like I said, it's just so many challenges here. Money is necessary, and it's like I complain about stuff, but I literally don't have a solution at all. So I like to kind of stay quiet and just watch. And it took me having a child to pay more attention because before I was like, I don't want any children, so why would I care about what's going on? And now it's like I'm kind of forced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely, most definitely a necessary thing. (laughs) You know, I'm in uh, school for policy, and when it comes to like educational policy and stuff like that, I'm like. Out of all things, I was like, that is almost always a no. Like, that is just something I don't. I'm like, the people who are dedicated, that's fine for them. But I was like, that's just something. I just don't even know how you would attack. And it's going to be a long-term solution for it, too, anyway. But, um, yeah. So, that's a lot. So, what else do you do? Because you do a lot of things. Okay. So, arts integration. <laughs> so, arts integration, I said there's like a marriage between, um, I guess, teaching or... 
I'm one of those people who like to figure, who likes to think about education, how to do it differently, how to do it more effectively. The opposite like, of that's me. That's me. I'm like, <laughs> like, I read this stuff all day. Like, I try to implement it with my kids. I try to implement it in yeah. other things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just always, like, from, I, from, from a long time, I would say probably high school, mm-hmm. I've noticed oh, wow. that I have an interest in education. I remember one time a mentor of mine asked me did I want to come to a conference Mm -hmm. and he was like oh I'm just going to stay for this one session Mm -hmm. and I stayed for the whole like I'm getting ready to go and I was like okay (laughs) (laughs) and I stayed for the whole thing it wasn't high school that was my first second second year in college break like the summer break yeah and I was in DC and um Again, I caught the train home. It was dark outside. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was, I went home and I was like, man, that was so amazing. Like, people are doing some creative. Like, that is so dope. Like, how are they? So, yeah. First was, of all, it's good that you leave a conference feeling that way. Not all conferences are created equally. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them are expensive and boring. So, I'm happy you love feeling motivated. I can't even remember what was the title, but mm. I just remember leaving feeling really inspired and feeling like, um, People are making necessary changes mm-hmm. um, to make public schools better. Okay. And utilizing community resources to do that. Mm-hmm. So again, so my background was how to basically how to connect community resources to schools, mm-hmm. and also to look at after-school programming and okay. figure out how to make things that are you know the normal after-school, so the arts programs, yeah. physical activity. How do you incorporate what's going on in the school day into that work so yeah. that um, it's like, you know, both, both sides are working together, um, yeah. to improve test scores, which um, yeah. later on in my life, I'm like, mm-hmm. I will say, yeah, that's a definitely a good way because I thought I would be like an artist. I never, so I never took school seriously ever. Um, people are surprised that like, especially probably from like my childhood that I'm working on a PhD and I literally failed or barely passed throughout my entire, and it's not like I couldn't retain the information. I literally did not care because I'm like, I wanted to be like an artist and I didn't have to be like, you know, the teacher's pet or anything. I'm like, I'm not going to do this. And then I found myself at college and even throughout my first two years of college, I'm like, I'm just chilling here to figure things out. (laughs) So it's like, I just started taking education seriously about 2005, 2006. And that's when Katrina hit, so that's probably that played a role in me wanting like stability and wanting to take care of myself. But for the most part, I always thought I would be an artist. So school was always boring to me. I am still surprised sometimes I have two degrees, and I'm sometimes concerned like how. Because <laughs> like I said, even the beginning of undergrad was very rocky for me because I'm like I'm just chilling here to figure things out. So, but yeah, education was definitely, and I still see, um, especially when I talk to my younger cousins, it's still very boring. They're not doing anything new despite all of the trends or yeah, even outside the country peppy, you know yeah. you see it's like this is but, what the data says yeah you know, the exact opposite yeah <laughs> yeah the exact opposite yeah. of what the data says is effective but this is not my opinion yeah this is not something like that was my experience my son's first um like a year almost two years mm-hmm. yeah, about two years of school mm-hmm. um and actually we moved him from a private to a, a public and yeah. i think the public people i think don't and i think i've heard that too the elementary schools here mm-hmm. yeah i'm fine on the elementary good, school yeah. but like after that it's like what do i do after that and i just you know um and i hate to say this this might be insulting but the private schools are here here are not very diverse 
And then mm-hmm. we're also in Mississippi, so there's concern for me for having a black daughter. So um, I went to a different type of private school in, in New Orleans. So that wasn't um, an issue for me. So that's a concern as well. Cause everybody's like, oh, just throw them in. But people don't realize, especially when you're young, mm-hmm. there's already so many challenges just being young in general, and you don't want to throw, like, race. I kind of want to protect my child from that on top of that. And no, it's not everyone, but there are situations yeah. and cases that and things pop up. And with them. And, then I'm not and they sure. may not have the words to kind of articulate yeah. what happened. Yeah, and I don't even know if I'm prepared for a response to something like that either. Yeah. So that's hard, you know, for me when I think about, you know, private school. So they're like, oh, just send them here. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that simple. And I do understand that we live in a very diverse society, but I feel like adults could be more equipped than children to deal with some of those issues. So, yeah, that's my issue there, too. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> do you want to continue on this story? Because I know you teach, you teach yeah, a class. So I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to. So arts integration, what arts integration is, is essentially taking um, an art form, and mm-hmm. using it to t- to both teach about the art form, but also teach a core subject, a core sub- subject college and career readiness standards. Okay. So um, to give some examples of that, um, one of the presentations we did um, was a it was a reading of Hidden Figures. So okay. The, the young girls had an opportunity to read the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a character analysis of the story. Oh, wow. We wrote um, a song about the story. Oh. And we danced the characters. So they were solo, and then they were, like, the other wow. members of... Um, this is basically... The, the dance kind of demonstrated those four women, those roles, and then their impact on mm-hmm. um, black women in general. So that mm-hmm. was, a, like, kind of what the dance... Um, was depicting. Yeah. But inside of that, you know, they had an opportunity to read, they had an opportunity to do character analysis. Mm-hmm. They actually wrote a song that they sung over four women, mm-hmm. which is a Nina Simone song mm-hmm. that has four women, but they're different characters. Yeah. So, like, at the power of being able to rewrite the story of those women mm-hmm. into um, the four women from hidden figures okay that's cool um yeah it was it was awesome we've also done things where i've been asked um to do i think my latest project i went into a school and they were concerned about testing and they were talking about like what are some things that we can do to support children Mm -hmm. and during this stressful time yeah i was like yeah i think i saw your facebook post about this yeah so (laughs) we opened we talked about meditation we talked about how to identify stress Mm mm-hmm we meditated every day for mm-hmm. that entire week. That okay. some students like, well, what? Where do I find meditation music? Yeah, and that's so cool. I was cool. showing my brother how I meditate. Like, so it was like, what's a good age to start that? Because I've been wanting to do that with my. She's one, and you saw her, so she's a little bit all over the place. What's a good age I think to start that? The best that? thing to do is to model it. Okay. Is to model it, and yeah. if she wants to come sit on your lap while you do it, yeah, you can explain to her. You know, mom is meditating right yeah. now. And there will be times that they'll go in and out of it. Like my son, like yeah. he would sit with us and would meditate with us. Uh-huh. And we have pictures of him. It's like, oh, it's so cute. Yeah. But now he's in the phase where he's like, ah. <laughs> So hopefully he'll come back to it. But this is just yeah. being introduced. Yeah. So this okay. is something that you can do to manage stress. And they can go back and say, oh, I remember my mom. I remember my dad used yeah. to. Yeah. I'm feeling stressed. I know yeah. this is helped 
people yeah in stressful situations and there's so, so many studies coming it. out now about introducing yeah. that especially instead of like putting them in detention, in detention or anything like that or in yeah. school suspension it's yeah like in school suspension really could, i mean you sit there and you make them do nothing you might yeah. as well introduce some mindfulness yeah well you know when i did i was a very bad child first of all <laughs> not very bad but sort of bad so i had a lot of detention i think my high school probably held the most detention and suspensions but i remember fifth grade i had it in school suspension fighting (laughs) (laughs) and uh they made the nuns made us clean the whole campus oh wow so i was like I'm not doing that. Again. Never again. <laughs> because I was very much so like a person who didn't want to touch like dirty rags and dirt and stuff like that. So it was very much so a tough punishment for me. So I was like, never again. They got me sweeping and mopping this dirty building. Never again. So, and you didn't want, it's like, you didn't want it with the nuns anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. The nuns, the nuns are brutal at the schools I went to. So, Aww. yeah. <laughs> That makes me sad. Well, they're lovely women, but you don't want to cross them, though. But they were so nice. My my aunt, I hope my aunt don't listen to the podcast. My aunt was a nun, so I had some insight into, like, the convent and stuff. Yeah. But they were very, like, nice outside of school. But, yeah. But, yeah, in school, they, they dropped the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and associating things. <laughs> But yeah, so that project was really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And they also said they wanted something STEAM-focused. So STEAM-focused, okay. um, science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they wanted something STEAM-focused. So um, I looked through their, by grade level, looked through their college and career rating the standards and mm-hmm. saw what they had to cover for the year. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we can do the human body. And mm-hmm. I think that also connects well with talking about stress, because we can talk about what happens in your body yeah. during stress. Yeah. And the students had an opportunity to, again, make up a song about mm-hmm. the system. So we had, or broke them, up, broke them up into three groups. There was the, um, the skeletal system, the mm-hmm. muscular system, and the respiratory system. Mm-hmm. So they had to, um, they received vocabulary words. Mm-hmm. And typically the way a residency would work is that, I, walk, I work with the teacher, and I, mm-hmm. they kind of identify what topic they want mm-hmm. um, to cover. Or I'll, I'll look through, and I'll say, how about this? Or when are y'all working on this? Mm-hmm. Or, and they'll to let me know um, what they'll be working on so that it's not something that's outside of what they would typically yeah. be doing. And it's not like, oh, you've got to prepare for testing, or we got to mm-hmm. do something else. It's, and this is really stressing and stressing yeah. me. But it's something that reinforces something that they're already doing. Okay. So they, just as a refresher, they got the vocabulary words from the different human mm-hmm. body systems, and they had a chance, we read them all together, mm-hmm. made sure everybody understood what they were, what the system looked like. We had put picture, we put pictures up of the systems mm-hmm. and identified the different parts of the systems, mm-hmm. and then we broke them into even smaller groups, and we um, had a dance group, we had a songwriting group, and we had a, I said dance, songwriting, and a model, so that's, they had to like okay. build a model. Cool. Of whatever the system was. So yeah. it gave them an opportunity to dance the yeah. different parts. It gave them an opportunity to make songs about the different yeah. parts. Because everybody rotated through each group and yeah. to create a model. That is we so had cool. clay and paint. Yeah. And just like the cre- creativity of that. It's like, I'm not telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a picture of what it looks like. There's a whole bunch of materials that you can kind of walk through and pick and decide yeah. what you want it to look like. But then, like that piece, and I think we are missing that a lot in school. Mm-hmm. It's like we want to tell them what to do, tell them what to do, tell them what to do. Yeah. If you think about like your job, like a lot of times it's kind of like, here, get this done. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> 
sometimes. <laughs> there are places where they're like, um, do all this and do it this way. Yeah, exactly yeah. this way. And if it's not exactly this way. But I don't know. I think yeah. we're missing, and especially moving into the type of um, society that we're becoming, mm-hmm. like um, having knowledge is kind of being somewhat there's still some issues with that, but somewhat equalized with having access to technology. Yeah. It's like the person who knows the most is not going to be the most rewarded because I can look up what you just said in yeah. like five seconds. Yeah. So if we're moving towards an economy of creativity, of being able to do innovative things mm-hmm. and use things differently. And if we're not giving children an opportunity to do those things, mm-hmm. then we're really putting them at a disadvantage. We are, yeah. So my interest is to go into those spaces Mm -hmm. and to give students an opportunity to practice that, to do things that they would do in the workforce. Mm -hmm. How do you work as a team? Yeah. Like, how do you all decide? This is a group of you, and there's not, like, one person who decided. There were were some issues, too, where people were like, well, I want to do this way, and they want to do it. And I'm like, okay. Mm. Like you guys got to figure it out. Yeah. Like it's problem solving. I'm not going to say one person is like, you're right, you're wrong. Figure it out. And they ended up yeah. breaking it and doing both things. Oh, so it's like okay. giving students an opportunity to do things that we know are real life mm-hmm. necessary skills, being able to communicate yes. and being able to work in Communication is and definitely... Yeah. Being able to be creative to, yeah. to, to take what you have and make something new, I yeah. think, is what is really going to be rewarded uh, yeah. in the years that that they will live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So, I think we'll take a break right here. Jackson, Mississippi's only alternative culture shop, Offbeat, is your one-stop shop for comics, records, and designer toys. Located in the heart of Midtown and Black-owned and geek-operated, this store is home to the best alternative artists. Visit Offbeat today at offbeatjackson.com for more info. The Mississippi Party Bus is a party bus rental company that provides a safe and fun VIP-style excursion rental service for the metro area as well as the state of Mississippi at affordable prices. The Mississippi Party Bus can be used for any occasion desired, such as birthdays, bachelor-bachelorette parties, weddings, graduation, and prom. Customers can party safely while getting transported to different locations. Check them out on social media and book your next event now. And remember, the motto of the Mississippi Party Bus is, we drive, you ride, and you party. <laughs> I want to talk about the class you teach. And um, before we start recording, I told you I had been wanting to go so bad, but we usually record on Sundays. So but I was finally able to attend. And growing up, in addition to being an artist, I wanted to be a dancer. And my grandmother was blocking me from going to dance school, so that's another subject. <laughs> I've complained about that already. She was a blocker. And I could have been like, Misty, but thanks, um, grandmother, for that. Um, but the first class I took, it was at my school, was like an African dance class. And awesome. I did really well in it. I could jump high and stuff. So they were giving me solos and stuff. So Yay. when I saw your class, I said, okay, I have to figure out a way to take it. And I will always miss because it was the time we usually record. But I finally attended my first one on Mother's Day at the Civil Rights Museum. And, you know, it's Mother's Day, so I had my makeup on and stuff. I was like, I'll just change my clothes. I was like, I've done this before. Of course, mind you, it was elementary school. But I was like, I've done this before. I can, like, this is going to be cool. And I was able to bring my baby, which I'm always happy to go places where I can bring her. And I want to expose her to dance because, yeah. of course, 
when you miss out on opportunities in your childhood, you kind of push down your children sometimes. <laughs> so I'm like, she's going to dance school. <laughs> yes. I'm like, she's going to dance school at two. I was like, this will be a perfect test for her to see if she's ready because I want to put her in there now. But I was like, tension span, I'm not sure. And I will say after taking your class, um, first of all, like I was sweating. My foundation was coming because I was like, this is not going to be hard. No, it's awesome. It was hard. It was good. And then her, her attention span, she she paid attention for like maybe two minutes out of the hour and a half we were there. So I was like, maybe you're not ready for dance school. But we're going to keep coming back to this. Yes. So could you tell us, like I said, I love it. I am going to adjust the schedule to make sure I start making it. You just told me awesome. it's every Sunday. Every so Sunday. like, I have to start going now. But yes. So I actually, I tell people this, and it sounds really, really bad, but I did not, like, I created that class for me. (laughs) I needed that class. Like, I needed that class, Mm -hmm. and I realized it because um, I stopped dancing for a long time. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I got to the point where it was like, oh, this isn't, like, my career path, and I need to focus more on the things that are a part of my career path. So Mm -hmm. I stopped dancing maybe a period of, like, five years. Really? I, I didn't, I... The last time I was in dance school, I was actually an undergrad. I was taking dance mm-hmm. courses mm-hmm. out here, and I'm like, this is expensive, especially since I have to pay for it now. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so I understand that. Yeah, so I stopped, and I was like, oh, man. Mm. I didn't, like, notice. Like, I remember my dad asking me one day, he's like, are you happy? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why you ask me that question? But, like, it was, like, kind of a tribute to, like, um, what I would attribute it to just like being so busy, like mm-hmm. being a new mom mm-hmm. and just like having my life engulfed in like what everybody else needed. Right. That I wasn't really in tune with what I needed or what I was missing. Mm-hmm. So one day, like literally, like just really stressed at home, just I was just like, you know what? <laughs> Leaving the baby here with you, husband, <laughs> and I'm going to dance. <laughs> And it was great. Shaquille Pearson, shout out to Shaquille Pearson for giving me back dancing. But I went to her class and it just gave me life. Like mm-hmm. the live music, just being able to just be in my element again. Mm-hmm. And people kept asking, like, are you going to teach? Do you want to teach? I'm like, no, no, no. I don't mm-hmm. want to teach. I just want to just dance. And mm-hmm. this is like my self-care. This is my outing. This is the thing that I do for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to make it the thing that I do for other people, too. It's just like, mm-hmm. I just want it to be my dance thing. Yeah. I got tricked, though. Because okay. they were like, I was like, you know what I would do, though? I was like, I would substitute when somebody is not able to come because mm-hmm. it's just that important I think I'm not the only person who feels like this I feel right. like there are other people who need this class mm-hmm. and this class aids their mental health and physical yeah. health and I feel like when we miss I remember feeling like oh man we can't have class today I was really looking forward mm-hmm. to going so like I was like I can be I can feel it and I can do that yeah and you know life happens and the class stopped meeting and I was like man I just really like miss um, how the class made me feel. Mm-hmm. I miss, like, it just reminded me how integral dance was, like, to my mental health. Yeah. And, like, I would just be more pleasant. I would come out to my husband, and I would come home. When I come home, like, nothing can get on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so pleasant. I'm like, what do you want, my sweet child? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm so, I'm so much more happy, yeah. like, and able to deal with stress better when I've had an opportunity to Let dance. me tell you something. Because I I feel like I kind of feel that way about dance. Let me tell you what your class did to me. So, of course, it's Mother's Day. So, you know, 
it's I'm a mother, so people are going to recognize that. But then I have to call other mothers. And, like, I missed a call from my mother-in-law. I didn't get to my other grandmother because when we left your class, we were done for the day. <laughs> I think me and my daughter slept for three hours, first Good. of all, after. And then my <laughs> husband woke us up to, like, visit his grandmother. Like, me and her are both, like, disoriented. We're like, <laughs> so I was like, I had to pick up and call people the next day because I was like, we were done. Like, I did not even realize... Um, I mean, I work out sometimes, but I have never had anything <laughs> done, done that to me in a very, very long, di- long time, including her, because we were both out. <laughs> he had to wake us both up, like, oh, we got to go visit my grandmother. We're like, do we have to? Because we were done for the day. So, <laughs> Mads, I'm glad that y'all got that energy out. But, nothing, yeah. but you mentioned something that is also very near and dear to me. So when I started doing the class... Um, Again, like it was like, okay, it's one of my self-care thing. But then I remember um, like being in the space and having my child with me and mm-hmm. just feeling like, um, and actually just starting to take my child with me. Like it got, to, I started off like, I can't go anywhere because I have a baby mm-hmm. and everybody doesn't like babies or they yeah. think they're cute. They don't like how much noise they make. Yeah. They don't like that they don't sit down. Yep. They don't like that they won't be still. So it's like, yeah, hey, I like them in a car seat. <laughs> that's how I like my children. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's like the vibe I would get in certain places. Mm-hmm. And um, it made me feel like, okay. Or it was sometimes it's just a lot of work to yeah. you know, bring children places yeah. that aren't child friendly. Right. So, um, I started just, I made a decision that um, I was going to better integrate my life as a woman, human being with my life as a mother mm-hmm. and stop letting, stop saying that I can't do things because I have a child and yeah. that there's some type of way that I guess in my mind initially it was like that there was some conflict between me getting my needs met and me mm-hmm. being a mother and like if I'm if I'm doing something for myself then mm-hmm. he's being neglected and it was like this this inner turmoil with that mm-hmm. and then I noticed that when I just started taking him taking him taking him that he was benefiting probably just as much mm-hmm. as I was benefiting so I started bringing my first child like to class with me and just kind of letting him roam mm-hmm. and I thought it was important to create a space where people can come and enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. We again we start each class with meditation and after mm-hmm. meditation we move into the movement. Mm-hmm. But we also like we want to let people know that it is a child friendly, baby yeah. friendly class and yeah. that you don't have to two two barriers I, I want it for sure remove. Cost mm-hmm. and I wanted to remove yeah, child your class care. is free. Yeah, I wanted I want I think those things are very important. Yeah. I was I always people I don't want cost to be a prohibitive measure for people getting healthy mentally or physically so I'm like come if you have something to give you can give it Mm -hmm. but this is a free class like we want you to we won't we don't want cost to be a barrier to any barrier to anybody participating yeah and again we know child care can be an issue yeah um and people feel like oh if I can't come if I have a child or if my child won't sit perfectly still I'm gonna feel uncomfortable and people are gonna be scowling at me and making me but in our class I feel like I I make a point in the beginning of the class. We have babies. I think you did a really good job because my concern was I thought because I know she likes to sing and dance and she can keep still sometimes. I thought she would pay attention more than she did. But 
Yeah, I felt comfortable about her being able to like run around. Other people were taking care of her as mm-hmm. well. So it's like um, it. definitely something I was like, nah, I got to make sure we figure out our schedule so we can start attending these courses. One thing I will say, because I asked my husband, I was like, well, do you want to pop in and see? And he was like, oh, if I have time. Because, of course, he has a break now, so he can do what he wants to do. But I was surprised to see men there and couples there. So mm-hmm. now I feel like my husband has to come now. <laughs> he can't dance. He's worse than me. But I feel like he has to try it out it will be a great family thing so it it's will. not just for moms with kids i know you guys are probably like you always go into mommy stuff sorry guys i'm a mother but <laughs> <laughs> but it is for anybody to come yeah so and, and that's that's another lovely piece of it because men can come and they mm-hmm. can play or they can dance mm-hmm. either way either even with women if you decide that there's an open drum and you want to yeah. come learn rhythm you can also do that i want to see my husband dance yeah, I, my husband danced with me before. It was it was pretty awesome, and we had yeah. people come in in the circle together, yeah. do the bonsai circle together. Yeah, it was so awesome. Okay, but, yeah. okay. So now next time we have to, I had to make sure my husband comes next time, and I've been inviting everybody. It's like you guys have to go because for me, especially when I think about fitness, I struggle with the gym because it's boring to me. Mm-hmm. So I would prefer to go to like a dance class or something. But um, yeah, so yeah, I definitely love it. So we're gonna yeah, try to a, become regulars for exercise. It is. It's like I said, it's good for the children, mm-hmm. like hearing the live music. Mm-hmm. Um, it aids in their brain development and mm-hmm. their ability to interpret speech. So yeah. it, it aids in their being able to speak and interpret speech. Yeah. So having babies and young children around mm-hmm. music is good. Again, like I said, my my son, um, he would run around and play, and then he could get home and play the rhythm verbatim. So you never wow. know what they're picking up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there'll be three or four, and they'll hop on the floor. They may be, you know, you say, oh, she's not really paying attention. Yeah. And then she'll hop in a bantaba and do all the moves. And you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. How, how did you? Because they're sponges, and yeah. they don't. Not not like unlike us, mm. they don't have to sit and focus and do yeah. one thing in order to get something. Like they can just be around. They're hearing the music. They're seeing those steps, mm-hmm. and you know, again, their sponges is seeping in. But yeah. we not, we may not. What looks like a, paying attention to us mm-hmm. is not always what it actually is within, yeah. especially the little people. Yeah. So where, what's the time and what's the location the day of this class? Because I'm in your text chain and I saw you sent out the location for the day and everybody's like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh so. yeah, that was a weird story. So yeah, my son, I was trying to take, I was trying to text message you guys yesterday uh-huh. and my son just like grabbed the whole phone and schools it and all the buttons pressed and it, and, and he sent the message off before I put <laughs> But I saw like I saw the location, so other people didn't see it, I guess. But I saw where you said the location was. But everybody's like, "Where is it?" And I was like, "They're not." Maybe it was. I okay. think that first message that went through that didn't have the location on it. But okay. yeah, so it's it's kind of hard to do right now. We're generally at five seventeen North Ferry Street. Okay, that's our pretty much permanent location. Okay, but we have one more class to do at the Civil Rights Museum. Okay, which I think will be next sunday okay if if i will still i'll I'll get the information from them so this episode might air after that but we'll figure it out okay so yeah we'll figure so out I the information to, i'm about about 95 percent sure it's going to be at the civil rights museum yeah. on the ninth yeah but then we go back to ferris street okay so after the ninth it's kind of a toss-up on the ninth mm-hmm. but um after that for sure we're at the uh, 517 North Ferris Street okay. is the Century United Methodist Family Life Center. Okay. And we're there from 2 until 3.30. Mm-hmm. Again, live music. Mm-hmm. 
family friendly. Yeah, I I just know that I am going to have to rearrange my schedule. Like I said, once again, to I mean, I might have to change the day I record because there is no way Aww, <laughs> I can take the class awesome. and then come again. <laughs> she said, take the class and then come. <laughs> <laughs> record. So, but you might uh, surprise yourself. Like, keep going. Yeah, keep going. you're right. You're right. You're endurance. right. You're right. But this is something everyone can do. Because, like I said, it's not anything that's uh, exclusively for women or women with kids. This is for everyone. It is. It so is. even if you don't have rhythm, just come. Just come. Yeah, we break the moves down. <laughs> yeah, we slow them down. Yeah. I repeat. Oh, steps. I was like, this is like Elvin Alley. I'm like, look at these this <laughs> choreography. I was like, I'm better at choreography too. But of course, I had my daughter hating on me. She's like, yeah. and I'm like, why are you so needy all of a sudden? You're so independent, but now you want to be picked up. She but wants, uh, she, wants, she wants to bounce to the rhythm. Yeah. Well, see, a lot of times when we dance, sometimes since she's been like a baby, I dance holding her. Oh, so awesome. sometimes when she sees dancing, she's like, girl, you're supposed to pick me up. Don't act brand new. <laughs> you know how we do this at home. So I think sometimes she's still attached to mommy's dancing, pick me up. But um, but she's getting a little big now. She's getting heavy. So she's going to have to... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I have a 27-pounder myself that's like, mommy? Yeah, because and then I'm short, too. I'm only 5'2", so she's like half my height now. <laughs> So it's like this is you're gonna have to pick me up in a few more months, but uh, yeah, okay. So I usually ask transplants if they have either advice or recommendations for things to do. Like you told us about your class, that's one of the things they can do. Do you have any other like advice, pieces of advice or recommendations for them? You've given us a lot, a lot already this episode, but maybe you have something else. I'm not sure. I like I said, I'm really interested. There's a lot to do here Mm -hmm. with children. There's a lot to do mm-hmm. here with children. A lot, a lot, most of it is free or yeah. little cost. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are a person who has, but generally speaking, I mean, I feel like um, there's a lot, even socially, that is starting to happen for adults around yeah. in Jackson. It's like things that I'm like, oh, we have that here now. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> but um, I would say stay plugged. Um, Andrea? Yeah, the plug. The plug. Yeah. So, yeah, like, just keep abreast. People say, oh, there's yeah. something to do, something yeah. to do. But, like, check those websites, check Facebook, check the um, Jackson Free Press, yes. their event section. Um, there's plenty to do. Mm-hmm. So get out of the house. Yeah. Meet people. Because, yeah. again, a part of, like, making this space your home uh-huh. and um, just feeling more comfortable and motivated or getting you know um support mm-hmm. comes from getting to know people here. Yeah. relationships are really important here so the more you get out yeah. the more you talk to people the more you're around people yeah. kind of the better the experience hopefully the hopefully yeah. the better your experience will be i will say i just met someone from i think she's like from a suburb outside of detroit she's been here maybe several months not a year yet and her parents have made her paranoid to be out, first of all. So I was like, and she's like a full adult um, for his age, a little too old for them to be tracking. But I told her, like, I use this app called Life360. My mom is also paranoid. And I said, <laughs> at a minimum, she already knows where I'm at. Like, I'm on there with my husband, my brother. So I was like, it really should be like where, yeah, it makes her feel comfortable, especially when we're traveling. She can see 
us traveling. We made it to our destination and stuff like that. That's awesome. So, so it's called 360? It's Life 360. Life 360. So, yeah. And I have even, like, a group of my friends on there as well. I have a friend who recently lo- relocated to another city, and she's by herself. So we can always see where she's at and that she's cool. But in addition to that, I told her, I was like, first of all, you need to look at listen to my podcast called Jackson Transplants. So I said it's for people who are... Not originally, I mean, it's for everybody, really, but especially telling the stories of people who are not from here, our perspective, our recommendations for things to do and stuff like that. And I did tell her, I was like, and then you need to follow the blog. Mm-hmm. I said, because she's outlining everything for you every single day. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, shout out to her. She, I told people she did my logo for my podcast, too. So, she oh, does graphic cool. design as well. Awesome. Um, But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like, girl, yeah. I was like, uh, even I started telling my mom, I was Thanks like, sis, uh, I'm going to be out. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, you're just going to be, be okay with it. And what are you going to do? You're in a different state. So I think it's probably time for her. Because that was her thing. She's like, she's always in her apartment. And I was like, girl. Especially like being single yeah. and not having like being married or with kids. Out, it's like, girl. Out, out. There are, I mean, there are, there are things to do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um... Do you want to, like, outline all the places people can keep abreast of everything you do? I'm also going to include it in the show notes, but do you want to let them know where they can follow you? Um, you can. I'm at, the only social media that I'm on is Facebook. Yeah. So it's Shanina.Carmichael. Excuse me. I'm giving you my email address. Okay. <laughs> Shanina.Carmichael-Artist. Okay. And you can follow me there. Okay. Um, I give updates. Like her page. Thank you. Like my page. Yeah. And you can um, get updates of where I'll be, mm-hmm. what time, or pictures or posts from something that I've, I've done okay so yes come and come to class yes come to a class guys i'm gonna and i plan on being like working because especially with dance and i'm competitive i plan on being like your uh <laughs> come, come, come. I love student you of should, the year so you should we're doing we kind of dropped off a little bit but community ensemble so we would meet um after the 3 30 okay and we take whatever movements that we learn and we play some in choreography so like we do drops and we switch spaces and we just kind of you know but it's the same movements though where can i show up in costume because yes so we we get invites like we get invites to do a lot of things and I think that was the idea behind mm-hmm. doing the community ensemble. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, can you have a group that can come do this? Oh, and then we're like wow, trying seriously? to put something together. Like, oh, who can meet? Who can come? Who can come? Oh, can my come? gosh. So it was like, how about we just do community ensemble? And then we just yeah. stay an extra 30 minutes to an hour yeah. after class. And we have something already yeah. ready. So when people call, we can go. I will say I've been wanting to do, what is it called? Like a flash mob? Is Me that what it's called? Too, yes. I was like, why hasn't that happened here yet? Let's I would love to be a part of one. Let's make it happen yeah. with the drums, drum and dance. Yeah, oh, and just like somewhere, day. and then you just break out, and you're like, what's this? This is so cool. Um, they have something in New Orleans called the 610 Stumpers. It's like a bunch of men that dance or whatever. But I was like, that would be cool to have like mm-hmm. a version of that here. Because now it's not just local, but they, like they're traveling dancing everywhere. Awesome. So especially to do it as an adult, because people think once you get older, like it ends. But and the um, energy of it, like when yeah. you get done, it's like, ah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, okay. So, thanks so much for coming. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I was going to make it work. I was like, I have to have her here. So, so I want to remind you guys that I have some merch, so make sure that you buy everything in a shop. Buy me a shirt, too, as well. (laughs) Um, Shout out to Small World Studio for the music. That's my dad. So, he did our intro song. 
two for two creative for recording and putting up my crap. And you guys can follow me. <laughs> uh, we have an intern here, so he's like laughing. But uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Jackson Transplants, spelled JXN, and email me at Jackson Transplants at gmail.com. I only accept compliments. That's it. So I will. <laughs> no constructive uh, criticism <laughs> feedback at all. Just only positive stuff that feeds my ego. So I will <laughs> talk to you haters next week. Bye.